Yo, what's going on, man? We want to welcome y'all to another episode of the Grid Iron Roundtable. Yes, it's me, Burke. And it's me, Dub. What's going on, man? Chilling, man. We wanted to tell the people, thanks again for checking us out. We wanted to remind y'all to make sure that y'all go find us on CastBox, Overcast, Anchor, uh, Spotify at the Grid Iron Roundtable. You can catch us on Twitter at uh, grid Roundtable. You can catch us on Instagram at the Grid Iron Roundtable. I almost said Outcast for a second, but you know, it's not I, I caught was myself. You did. I was almost, almost, I uh, got caught up, man. But you yeah, sure make sure y'all hit us up, drop some questions, drop some comments, and uh, we're going to get it jumping, man. How you living, big dog? Hey, you know, my feet on the ground. I'm happy, bro. How you living? Hey, man. You know, as usual, wow. Real bad. Real <laughs> grimy, real nasty, like, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. What uh what we got for him today? Man, you know, we we talked about it and you was like, yo, we need to do episode where we address our rosters, man. When we be vulnerable to the crowd, to the audience, and show, you know, the mistakes that we've made and yeah. the smart choices that we've made and Hey, I think this is going to really set us apart. We're talking about our squads, man. This episode is going to be called Squad. Squad. Hey, man, I think we got to do it. Because for me, I feel like the fantasy society, maybe podcasters and analysts, I think people are afraid to touch on it. Mm -hmm. Because they don't want to show that vulnerability. They don't want to admit to people that they don't win championships every year. Now, guess what? There may be some that do. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> that they there's some that don't. And yo, we just keeping it real. Look, we we do win championships. We haven't won championships. But let's let's talk about it, bro. Hey man, as you hit the nail on the head, man, it's feast of famine in this game. And um, you know, there's there's some years where we win ships, and there's some years where we don't even make the playoffs. You know, so it be like that. And yeah, it and happens. It happens. Not everybody don't fall for it. You know, all those fantasy gurus, man, I know this, I know that, I know all these stats, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, this is a game of research, but it's also a game of luck. And, you know, a lot of things can derail a team. Injuries, PEDs, you know, all kinds of stuff can really turn, you know, a season upside down. So it's really be juicing. COVID, hey, I had nothing more to go for you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna keep touching on that. <laughs> Word the will follow. Hey, I'm weak, oh, bro. Hey, so um, <laughs> but before we get into that, man, we do have some some things to address, man. Uh, I know you wanted to touch on this because uh, especially this is near and dear to your heart, being a Jets fan. But your boy Tim Tebow, I think hey. he's he's um, reported to be getting signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, the floor is yours, dog. You know, I, at first I was confused. But then I realized the reason Tim Tebow was going to the Jaguars, look, I get it. Their tight end group is a little bit shaky, okay? Right. He's just going there to sell tickets. He he if he makes the team, it's just to sell tickets. Because let's be real, people. Tim Tebow has not played a down of pro NFL speed football in 10 years, almost 10 years. Yeah. Like be for real. 
And he was drafted as a quarterback, and now he's going to play as a tight end. Look, I just feel, and I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna try to keep this brief here. Nah, I just nah, feel, speak on it. <laughs> okay, I just feel, I feel that I get it. He's from Jacksonville. This is Urban Meyer's boy. Yada yada yada. I just feel that there are a lot of guys in the league that don't have jobs right now that have actively been a pro. You know, we just for one, we talk about Des Bryant. Right. He's had some unfortunate injuries. He's, you know, he tore the Achilles at that one training camp, I think, when he was at New Orleans. Right. He's trying to turn his career around. He was dealing with some mental health Mm -hmm. and he played last year for the Ravens. But now he's out of a job. And then you're telling me Tim Tebow was getting a job before Des Bryant. Again, Tim Tebow hasn't played a down in 10 years. Des Bryant was playing as late as last year. Come on. Come on. So my thing is, look. If he comes out and he's a great tight end, great for Tim Tebow. But I just need – we just got to open our eyes and just see, like, the NFL is just almost like uh, a corporate job, right? It's about who you know. It's about if, the connections you got. It's about like. the connection, yeah. Because Tim Tebow – I'm sorry. He was a trash NFL quarterback. And tag me, bro. At me. We can talk about it. <laughs> Hey, he should have never came into the league as a quarterback in the first place, to nah, tell you man. the truth. I mean, he was better as, what, a fullback slash tight end when he was with Florida. You know what I'm saying? So, um, him making that decision to play quarterback, I mean, I think that was a mistake from the jump street, but that's neither here nor there, man. Right. He, But, you know, he's won. He even has a winning record in the pros as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, what I want to mention is I don't think wins and losses – are a good metric mm-hmm. for determining a player's success because yeah, you can see that he's, you know, eight and six in the regular season, one and one as a, in the playoffs. But if you look at his completion percentage, he was a 50 50% completion percentage his first year, I think 46 or 47% completion his second year. That's complete garbage. Now don't get me wrong. I couldn't play at the NFL at a pro level. However, I'm just saying you know, he had Eric Decker. He had um, Demarius Thomas. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they've crossed over 500 yards with him as a quarterback. But when you see Peyton Manning come there, the team completely changes. And I'm going to just drop the mic on that. All I'm saying is, before I drop it, let me pick it back up. All I'm saying is <laughs> there are a lot of players that deserve an opportunity before Tim Tebow. And now I'm dropping the mic. And now I'm dropping the mic for real this time. Yo. <laughs> So, hey, I agree, man. Thousand percent, man. Tim Tebow is washed up. You know what I mean? There, there's, I mean, there's no way you can come back after taking a, almost a, a, a ten-year hiatus, man. That doesn't make any sense. You know, that's that's a real reach. You know what I mean? Like, I've been in my job ten years, bro. Like, right? <laughs> you haven't played since I started my. Now, nah, that's that's, that's, wild. that's um, wild, man. Yeah, man, it's wild, man. So uh, let's keep we'll keep an eye on it. Hey, but guess what, though? What's this? Am- Am I going to pick him up? Absolutely not. Hey, I might draft him in the 19th round. you right, though. <laughs> <laughs> you right. <laughs> I might pick him up then, big dog. I ain't mad at that. Uh, another piece of news that we wanted to touch on, uh, the Colts, man. Look, this – I'm planting my flag right now. I am making my claim right now. This is going to be – either really good or really bad, whatever. Me personally, my opinion 
you should look into this Colts offense. They just signed Eric Fisher from the, the Chiefs. They already had a good O-line. Now you're adding the, you know, the left tackle that was protecting Mahomes. Wentz right now is, I don't even know if he's a sleeper because people are still going to be um, attached to that MVP caliber uh, season that he had a couple of years ago. So I'm not going to say that he's a sleeper. What, I'm, what I am saying is he's going to be a value wherever you pick him up. That offense as a whole is going to be a value and wherever you, wherever you can pick him up. And we're going to get into it in a couple of these dynasty leagues that we're talking about. Um, just think about that division. You know, I'm targeting this team wherever I can because they play the Jaguars twice a year. They're playing the Titans that are depleted on defense twice a year. And then they're playing the Texans. Did I already say the Texans? I'm not sure, but I might have said the Texans. If I did say the Texans already, then the Jaguars, whatever. They play the Jaguars, the Texans, the Titans a total of six times. That's six-plus matchups off the top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They are, they, they are doing something in, in Indianapolis, and don't be surprised. You know, I really think they're going to they they're going to make some noise this year. I think so. They've been a pretty solid team. I think you know. I, I like to throw my phrase. They got the infrastructure. You know, I think there's a good infrastructure around Carson, a, a good O line um, mm-hmm. that was good last year, a very you know good running backs, very run focused teams, and I think they got players on the outside. You know, we'll see. I think we'll see Michael Pittman potentially make a good jump this year. Um, but, you know, Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines, those guys are going to be incredible again. So, uh, you know, I think this is an offense where, like, I felt like last year with Carson, he had he, he was not very good, like, mechanically. His mm-hmm. mechanics were completely terrible. Um, however, you know, he was trying to do a lot with nothing, okay? Right. And I don't think he's going to have to do that the way this team is set up around him, you know, superb defense. Right. Um, right. And then you got the strong O-line with some good weapons on that offense. You know, I don't think he has to do a lot to win. So you're right. I'm, I'm behind that with Carson Wentz. Yeah. That's who, um, that's who I'm personally going after you guys, you know, if y'all want to take the advice, please do just don't come in my head. You know what I'm saying? If it don't pan out or you hey, do, hey, come for me at me. Hey, I'm hey. here for it. Or, or you can, you know, I don't, I don't really care. So nah, come for me. I want it. We're going to get into these. Uh, he said he want all the smoke. Hey, we're going to get into, <laughs> we're going to get into these teams, man. So we're going to start off. So together we're going to address the leads that we're in together. So together we're in two keeper and we're in two dynasty. We're also in a redraft league, but you can't really go into a redraft because you know our players aren't there anymore. They're gone. We'll, so we'll talk about when 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 we're getting ready to do our rankings and stuff like that. When it's draft season, we can touch on the redrafts then. What we there did we last year and our focus for this year. There we go. All right, cool, man. So we're gonna start with my league, uh, the elite, uh, our, our keeper league, man, and we're gonna go through. We're going to, you know, define the, the setup. It's a, it's a four-man keeper league on ESPN. It's a, a 10, I think it's a 10-man league. Um, and we've been doing this league for about, what, five, six years now? 
Yeah, oh shoot. This is going on seven because I think I won the ship. No, because yeah, it was wait, does it go back as far as 2014? It goes back as far as 2014. Yeah. Oof. It's a grip, wow. dog. It's a grip. Wow. I ain't, ain't won the chip yet in my own league. So we're keeping it real in here, man. Hey. So but we recently converted to keeper. Um, this is our first year with keepers intact, you know. Um so let's 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 get into it, man. We're gonna start with your team, man. Uh, all right. Um <clears throat> I love this team, you know. Um I think uh, I built this team very well. Mm-hmm. Um just just talking about my squad, you know, so we were up and down. We were, we were winning some weeks, losing some weeks, and eventually I finished off the season uh seven and six, I believe. Okay. Yeah, seven and six. Um I missed the playoffs, unfortunately. Um, you know, it was four teams to get in um, and I didn't get in. I wasn't one of the four, but I won in the losers bracket. And so I got the first pick this year. That's just how good my team was. Um, when I look at the numbers, I'm not trying to hype myself, but I know we've moved to six teams getting in the playoffs this year. Yep. If I had gotten to the playoffs last year, just based on the numbers that I put up, I would have won the ship. Um, so I'm just, I'm putting that out there. I'm putting Burke, I'm putting you on blast, my man. Hey. I'm putting I'm putting the league on blast. Look, I've been a championship, a champion in the league twice, and this is my year, you know. Hey man, you can hey put my name out there, man. You know, one, one thing that you know I, I will say is that was a complaint that was brought up was the four team playoff, and we oh, did yeah. change it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we yeah, did yeah, change yeah. it. So um it's going to be interesting, man, because your your team is is stacked. I'm looking at it now. We got Ooh. Alvin Kamara, Montgomery, Diggs, Jefferson, Hawkinson, CEH, Godwin. Damn. And that's you, this sound like a like a like a six-man team. You know what I'm saying? This is Damn. a 10-man team. Like this is this is, this is some, some per this is some superb drafting. And then you even got depth on the bench. We got uh DJ Chark, Zach Moss, Judy, you know what I'm saying? Uh Janu, Pittman, all men's and, and Kenny G got hurt too. Yep, yeah, Kenny G got hurt. So yeah, this was a deep squad. I was it was one of my good drafts. Mm-hmm. Um and honestly, I just felt like it was a very solid team. So now now how many keepers? We got four keepers in here. We got four keepers in this one, yeah. So, you know, I got a lot of decisions to make, you know, is it, you know, Camara, Montgomery, Diggs, Jefferson, CEH, Godwin. You know, those are the people that jump out to me immediately like, okay, who's staying and who's going? So, I really don't know yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. So you know, I may I may have some trades that I have to make, um, and to potentially get some draft picks back. So we'll see, man. But I'm excited. I'm I'm coming. I gotta win a ship in this league, my man. I gotta take it this year. So let's let's get into it, man. So what are what were some of the strengths of your team, and then what were some of the the weaknesses in your team? You know, I think <clears throat> the, the one of the biggest weakness was. Um, so in fantasy schedule can be everything. Okay. Like you could have the most solid team, but if you catch somebody on a bat on their best week, it doesn't matter how good your team is. Especially if you play a high point, (laughs) that's it. That's it. And you know, my second, you know, that's what was catching me. Right. Is, you know, second week of the season, this guy, I put up 164 points, but this guy gets high point on me with 179. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, I was catching a lot of people getting high point on me mm-hmm. um, and that, that hurt a lot. So that kind of messed with my consistency of my team. Mm-hmm. And I was doing some 
uh, poor GMing. Uh, I didn't have some of the, the the right lineups out there. You know, you got a good team that's deep with talent. You you, you got to make sure you mistake. get you're bound to make a mistake, and because you got to figure out who's going to be that right play for the week. So, um, I really felt like this team was really solid top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think I GM'd poor uh, during the games, but I you know picking up players in the waivers like I got Justin Jefferson off waivers right like I got the good waiver players um it was just poor jamming during the games and uh tough schedule but yeah, hey you. it is what it is though it happens and uh I'm gonna come back and how we gonna improve it man how we how we gonna how we gonna take over you know honestly I can't do nothing different I just gotta just trust what I see and what I feel, you know, I Mm -hmm. feel like for me, I'm all about just consistency. Right. I want consistent players that, you know, even on a worst day, if it's a running back on his worst, day, I know he can be an RB two. on on my receivers worst day. They're going to be a wide receiver too. If Mm -hmm. I can just get consistency, I'm good. So for me, I just want to continue to have consistent players. um, And I think I'm going to be good. Hey man, you're going to be set. I know. So, Maybe set, man, but let's talk about your team, the silence of the lamb. Talk man. So we got uh so in my team, we got uh that mixing up that drink, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Uh we had a pretty slow start, and I'm really, really proud of this team. Um, because we started out one and four mm-hmm. and ended up eight and five in the playoffs, but I fizzled out uh, first round of the playoffs. Um, just, you know, face some injuries. You know, one one mistake that I will say that I had is um, having Antonio Gibson and McLaurin on the same team because they both were dealing with injuries at the same time, and that really hurt me. Um, <clears throat> but with, with this team, man, this is how my luck went. So when I let off these players, man, look, I got Deshaun Watson, uh, I got Swift, Gibson, DK, Higgins, Kittle, mm. Barkley, mm-hmm. uh, Deontay Johnson, Mixon, Julio, McLaurin, James Robinson, Herbert, uh, Edmonds, and I picked up OBJ, you know, during the offseason just to just to have him. But I want you to I want, I want people to understand this is this is my my beginning of my season. Was, was so bad because I had Barkley and then I had James Conner, right? Yeah. First game, Conner gets hurt. He doesn't mm-hmm. play the rest of the game. Uh, Barkley's playing the Steelers and he has like six yards, like the whole, six or eight yards a whole game, mm-hmm. right? That cost me my week. Then the next week, Barkley tears his ACL. I want y'all to remember, I said I had Barkley and Mixon. Those are literally, that's literally my first and second round pick. Both of those guys are pretty much on my IR for the whole season, and I still ended up in the playoffs. So um, I'm really proud of this team, really proud of how it panned out. I'm going to have some decisions to make. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be really difficult, but I feel like one person that is for sure staying is Kittle. Uh, when you have that positional advantage, especially in tight end land, you don't let that just walk. So, um, Damn, yo, I'm, you got killers. I'm probably going to end up 
sticking with Kittle, man. Damn, your team. You talking about my team, but your team, damn. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be really, really interesting Ooh. to see how this see how this pans out. Side note, I said I was gonna work on saying that word interesting. I know how I say that a lot, so I gotta really uh calm that down, man. But next year going forward, one thing that I think I need to improve is getting youth. Um remember I saw I also had Julio Jones, you know, and he cost me some time. So um it was really crazy. But shout out to James Robinson because he filled in very well for uh yeah, he did for a Barkley during those first couple of weeks because it was not looking good man so James Robinson you deserve better man he I I, I we I, I still think he's gonna be good man he, he is still. he just deserves love that's all I'm saying hey that's real all right man so that's that's our first keeper league <laughs> man we're gonna jump over to uh we're gonna jump over to uh the go deeper league man and this is uh Really competitive league, man. There's some just some real headhunters out here. So um let's go into it, man. Again, I think we have some very, very stacked teams. Now, this is a 12-man four keeper league. So, you know, the competition's uh, a little bit uh is, is a little bit stiffer here. So 12-man league, we've been in this league for about whew, Man, Since, they, uh, just as long as your league, 2014. Bro, why I feel like it's been longer. <laughs> it, does, it does feel longer. You know, this this league will put some gray hairs on your head, man. It I, will. I, I felt like we've been in this league since, like, 2011, 2010, like, you know, back when T-Ball was still playing. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> we, we. But uh, let's let's get into it, man. Let's talk about your squad, man. Yeah. So, you know, almost a similar story like your team. I started off one and four. And the craziest thing about this league, I feel like the last three seasons, I've started off one and four in this league. Mm-hmm. And then I've, I just go on a crazy run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and most of it, I, I typically – I personally start off very slow in fantasy, period. Mm-hmm. If I start off good, then I'm at an advantage. But I don't know. I guess I like to make myself sweat. But, per, you know, it, a lot of it is I don't really know what I have in the team. Mm-hmm. Even when I drafted, you don't know until they get out there and they play, right? And um, that's what it was. You know, I started off one and four. Um, but then after that, I only lost two games, you know, and mm-hmm. then I got into the playoffs. But then I got – I got booted out uh, in the second round. I had a bye, and I got booted out. Um, mm-hmm. So I finished the year eight and five. Um, but, hey, you know, this league, I was making it do what it do. Like, you know, mixing. So just, okay, so people take a step back. Just let y'all know the squad. Um, I got Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Miles Sanders, DeAndre Swift, Tyreek Hill, Higgins, Hawkinson, Ayuk, Miles Gaskin, uh, we got two IDPs. I got Buda Baker and, and Jordan Poyer. And for the people that don't know what IDP is, uh, we're just talking about a, a defensive player. Right. Um, so you can just you can pick safety, D line, corner, linebacker, whatever you want to be in that uh, defensive spot. So I had two um, playmaking safeties. Jordan Poyer was the rank one safety, and Buda Baker was the rank three safety. So safe to say I was getting points out of there consistently. Um, and I'm, I don't know if I mentioned Keaton Allen, but start off the season with Lamar Jackson. 
Um, he, I knew there was going to be regression with him and it, it mm-hmm. hit hard at the beginning. Um, but honestly, once, you know, when I, I grabbed Justin Herbert before he got crazy good, um, uh, I was able to get T Higgins and Miles, Gask- Miles Gaskin for very cheap on waivers. Uh, the week I got Miles Gaskin, James Robinson <laughs> price was really high and I got Miles Gaskin for like 10 bucks and James Robinson, somebody bought him for like 70 or 60 bucks. Yeah, uh, that was T, a, a T yeah. sprinted, but he hit though. He hit though, he did. And I didn't want Miles bad. I mean, I didn't want James Robinson better. I mean, he was dope. And I, when I saw him play, I knew he was that guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I got Miles Gaskin for cheap and he was a good RB2 for me when he wasn't injured. And then, um, Justin Jefferson, I went to get him. You got him. Uh, Shouts out to you. And uh, oh boy, I I got some things to say about that one. Yeah. (laughs) So I wasn't able to get him, but you know, was able to get T. Higgins on the cheap too, who was a really solid, consistent receiver until Joe Burrow got here. But even when Joe Burrow got here, he was still giving me good wide receiver two numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, uh, my team had a lot of holes. (laughs) <laughs> my running back position was shaky mm-hmm. with DeAndre Swift and Miles Sanders. Um, but somehow I was I was winning a lot of games. Ayuk stepped up for me. Hawkinson, uh, I got him in like the 10th round, bro. Like, and he was just giving me consistent nine to ten points a game. And that's all I need from my tight end. Hey um, man, you you clipped me in week 10 and you put me in win out mode like it was it was real serious man I, I was just, that that keenan allen and herbert stack really was like the final nail in the coffin man so that hey, was shout out to you because that was clutch man it was clutch man and i almost let go of keenan allen too uh i thought about it but i said you know what it's too early in the year let me ride it out and mm-hmm. man herbert saved him this year for real but hey man it was a fun season um and yeah, it was it worked out. So, you know, what uh let's talk about your squad. Now I, I misspoke. That was your previous squad was mixing up that drink. Now we talk about the real silence of the lamb. Oh yeah, man. So um this team I'm really proud of as well. Um but it's just a matter of and I and I played the outside the outside game with this with this team. And one of the things that really bit me early was the fact that um, they they took a while to really take off. So I dropped mm-hmm. a lot of games earlier in the season. Um, and that's what really hurt me. You know, there, I, I've come to learn that the beginning of the season is so much more important than how you end the season because those wins earlier in the season – they're just, you, you can't replace them, you know, and that's, that's, and that's a testament to your squad because, you know, you started out one and four, but you've always been a juggernaut, you know what I'm saying? You always put it together and it's like, you always string together those wins and it's just like GM guru. Like I'll be taking notes out of you. I'll be taking notes out of your, uh, out of your handbook, (laughs) but, um, but no, I'm gonna get into it though, man. So I had Aaron Jones. Um, I have, uh, Clyde Edwards, a lamb, Crad Edwards and Lair, I just traded for him. I got Terry McLaurin. That's my guy. I, I just can't seem to let him walk. I got uh, J.K. Dobbins, D.J. Moore, Deshaun Watson, Gibson, Antonio Gibson, C.D. Lamb, uh, Hunter Henry, A.J. Dillon, Justin Jefferson, 
Um, my two IDPs were Miles Jack and Jeremy Chin. Quick side note, I usually like to go linebacker with IDP mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're always going to be getting tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, D-backs were kind of leery on, but Chin was doing so much work, I couldn't hey. couldn't let that walk. No, um, and real quick, you know, like I talked about with my safety, so you got a safety. My two mm-hmm. safeties were Jordan Poy was ranked one, Buddha was ranked two, mm-hmm. Jeremy Chin, I mean, Buddha Baker was ranked three. Jeremy Chen was ranked two. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you on that. Linebackers can give you money, but last year you and I just talking about it right there. Just collectively, we had the three top safeties and we were getting consistent yep. points out of them. So it's doable outside it's, of linebacker. It's doable, man. I got Mr. Jalen Hurts, and I'm really on the fence about Jalen Hurts, man. I think with them committing to him, they're going to build an offense around him. Uh it's gonna be interesting to see what I do with him. Um and then, no doubt. I, I I got to, mm-hmm. but uh, I got Chenault, John and Pittman. I kind of picked those guys up later. They really weren't on the team. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, when I say I played the upside game, remember, I originally drafted J.K. Dobbins when he was in that muddy backfield with uh, Baltimore with Ingram and, and Gus, and he eventually won that job out. But it occurred on the second half of the season. I originally drafted Gibson, and this was back when they had Adrian Peterson before they cut him. Um, and he wasn't getting like, you know, he was getting like seven, eight touches, you know, carries a game. Um, let's see, who else, man? I had Justin Jefferson. I originally drafted Justin Jefferson in the 13th round. Um, after the first two weeks, I thought, man, like, they're not going to do anything with him. I dropped him. And literally the next week, he like, explodes in rage like 37 points i think he had against the titans and i'm just watching him on the waiver wire just like sick to my stomach so you know i spent it to get him back you know what i'm saying so you know last year was five keeper i had deshaun watson and then i you know decided to keep aaron jones and i kept um aaron jones and i kept josh jacobs i had him originally and i traded him away and then I kept uh, DJ Moore and Terry McLaurin, and I let Juju uh, Smith-Schuster walk. So I built my team around, you know, those five players. And then from that point, I made it a point to just draft the people that I wanted. You know, I, I didn't go by the best player available. I just had a gut feeling, and I started, I started pulling the trigger. And I'm pretty sure people were laughing at me on draft day, like, yo, what is he doing? Um. <clears throat> But it panned out and, you know, a lot of these guys hit. The problem is it just took too long for them to hit. Um, Like I said, you put me in a a win now mode where I had to win three games. And then from that point, um, it was just it was just on, you know, what I'm saying everybody had already hit by that point and I was ready to roll. So and I ended up uh, making the playoffs. Um, making a deep run into the playoffs, made it all the way to the championship, and I lost uh, to my guy Ron. So, but you know, it's all good. Things happen, and uh, we learned a lot. So we're gonna regroup and continue to make these offseason moves, man. That's all you can do. Yeah, you hit it right. Yeah, you know. And my thing is, you know, I definitely always draft the best player available, and I think that means differently for every. That's different on everybody's draft board. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, you, you you had some guys that were there, and for that round, 
if you looked at the ADP anywhere else, they probably like, no, but like you said, you trust in your gut, mm-hmm. your instinct, and that's who you went with. And that's what, it, to me, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely kudos to you on that. So I guess my question for you before we wrap up the keeper, and I got to ask myself this question, but I want to ask you first, who you keeping? <laughs> who, or, or if you can tell me. I know, you don't wanna, I know you don't want to give all your secrets. Our opponents are listening. Yeah. So um, in in this league, um, I would – with wide receiver being so deep, you can get a wide out anywhere. You know, I got Justin Jefferson at, in the 13th. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's a rare that, – that's a rarity. That's not going to happen, you know, a lot. But um, with with this league and with the scoring setup, you know, it's it's pretty much a running back premium league if there's even a thing. You get like two points for every five rushing attempts. So I'm not going into next season with no less than three running backs. So, but right now, you know, it's it's the 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 last keeper, the fourth keeper that I'm really on the fence with, and it's between you know. Edwards Alaire is between McLaurin, it's McLean, it's between Jefferson, and to tell you the truth, it's between DJ Moore. Um, a lot of people, you know, like you know, leery on DJ Moore. I'm not really leery on him. Um, consecutive thousand yard receiving uh, mm-hmm. seasons with um, subpar quarterback play, two different subpar quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and now he gets Darnold. And if he gets that slot role. Man, Darnold loves his slot wideout. You know what I'm saying? So if I let DJ walk, I can almost guarantee you if he if he comes if he falls in my lap, I'm picking him back up. Yeah. What about yourself, man? Whew, man, you know, it's tough. You know, I, I typically I have so you know I got Lamar Jackson or Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I just have a rule where I don't keep quarterbacks. Um because I feel like I can so, and this is, I'm not trying to sound cocky, but I, I, I have strong belief in my eyes and what I see, right? So, mm-hmm. like, two years ago, I got Lamar Jackson, you know, his second year in the league. Um, I got him in the ninth round. Mm-hmm. And that was the year he got MVP or whatever. He just went off. Then, again, this year, I get Justin Herbert off the waivers, and I did work with him. In another league, I got Josh Allen in like the 10th round, did work with him. So all I'm saying is for me personally, I feel like I can find a QB if if I don't keep one because I, I feel like I have the history of finding them. So I know I can see it and find them. Um, and again, like you said, it's a running back heavy league. But when even when I look at my squad, my top running back, Joe Mixon, wasn't there. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift, he was hurt. He was like rookie status right so he wasn't getting snaps then he got hot then he got hurt mm-hmm. miles sander was off and on miles gaskin <laughs> was off and on so it's like my running back core i won without them right <laughs> so you know but either way it is a running back premium league but i'm i still look at it like but it, so you know i got it i got to keep some running backs i actually did just let go of miles sanders so mm-hmm. i got an extra sixth round pick now um so you know now I got to decide, right? Am I, am I just keeping my running backs like, you know, mixing and Swift? Do I keep Gaskin or? But I know one thing for sure. I don't know what I'm keeping yet, but I know one thing's for sure: Tyreek Hill is not going nowhere. Oh man, you can't get a free have me tell my keeper possibilities, and you're like, I'm not sure who I'm getting ready to keep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm, okay, listen. 
I like I said, I know Tyreek ain't gonna be there. I mean, you know, Tyreek gonna stay. Joe Mixon gonna stay. I think Swift is gonna stay. Okay. It's about that fourth spot. Do I do I keep a Keenan Allen? Because again, that Justin Herbert connection was amazing. Mm-hmm. Do I make an additional move? I got extra draft picks now. Um, what you know, Miles Gaskin. You know his his roles evolved now. They didn't draft a running back. They did sign one, mm-hmm. but they didn't draft one. So um, that fourth spot for me is going to be very tough. I got you. So we'll see. <clears throat> I feel you on that, man. So. Oh, and one thing that, you know, you, you touched on is about, you know, the quarterbacks that I really wanted to highlight foot stop, man, is that, you know, think about your average league, man, 10, 10 man league, 12 man league. If it's a single quarterback league, that's 12 quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how many teams going to the playoffs each year? You know what I'm saying? You're going to have what well, we have. Is it 14 teams now? Oh, shit. You know what? I should know this. I don't, I don't know. Long story short, there's more than 12 teams in the playoffs, which means that there's more than 12 playoff caliber quarterbacks, you know what I'm saying, available. If you don't have, you know, the new top two with, you know, Allen and um, and Mahomes, I mean, you can really get them anywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's all about playing that right matchup. So you hit it right on the head, man. Yeah, and we'll, we'll we'll see. There's, I think there's some guys out there, and we won't talk about it today. But there's definitely some guys to take a keep an eye for. I mean, there's a few of them, right? And mm-hmm. you know, even the guys that don't make the playoffs. Look at like uh, Deshaun Watson, right? He, oh, that Texan squad was terrible, but he put up numbers. That's real. All right, man. So we're gonna we're gonna change gears, man, and we're gonna talk about our dynasty. Team. So I'm fairly new to the dynasty game, and I'm telling you right now, I love Same. it. Love it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm converting. You know what I'm saying? Like keeper league. I see. Okay, cool. Dynasty is my new thing, man. So we recently joined a dynasty league, and then we started our own um, dynasty league that we co-commissioned, and you know we're going to use this for you know our, our podcast and and all that good stuff, man. So. I can say, I can tell you right now, me personally, I really <clears throat> noticed my growth in like a matter of two different drafts, like two, two or three different drafts. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. learned real yeah. quick where I messed up and yeah. what I did right. So we, we joined the league with some of some younger guys. You guys are wild, but uh, football, it's called Football 2021. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to go over our rosters, man. So Let's go over your squad, man, and let's go over your draft yeah. strategy. Let's let's get into these numbers. You know, I, I always tell people my draft strategy. I, I, you know, people may have different ones for keeper and dynasty and redraft. Me, I'm really YOLO. I'm really lax with it. Mm-hmm. I just want the best player that I think is available, <clears throat> and I don't really care how many roster spots I have for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want what I think is the best because I think if I have the best, I'm going to find a way to play them. Mm-hmm. So that being said, looking at my squad, I think it's very balanced. Um, my running backs, Dalvin Cook, um, Aaron Jones, uh, David Montgomery, who I think is going to have a really good year. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I got some other some other running backs. They're not really worth mentioning. Um, but then my uh, wide receivers are Chris Godwin, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, Curtis Samuel, um, 
and then you know i got like the john browns the the crowders right so just some good depth pieces um and then you know my quarterbacks they're okay we'll see this mm-hmm. is me taking chances on two quarterbacks who i think have really good teams really good infrastructures around them that being daniel jones and sam darnold uh so and then you know i got the bench it's really not worth mentioning mm-hmm. but um you know as far as like my draft so the draft was okay um i felt like my my thoughts going into the draft was i felt like my running back core is really good this year mm-hmm. um with dalvin cook jones and montgomery being the three spearhead in that movement uh, but i really wanted to get a quarterback for the future and I know people are going to be like, dub the Jets fan. You did it. Yes, I got Zach Wilson. Okay. I did <laughs> and I didn't. And I know people are like, we knew you did. But listen, the reason I did it, again, I'm all about infrastructure. I know you're, people are going to be tired of saying it. We're going to have to make it a hashtag infrastructure. But he has really good pieces around him. And that's why I felt really good uh, getting um, Zach Wilson and then from there, I wanted to really tighten up my wide receiver core a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Kadarius Tony fell to me. Um, you know, he's with the Giants. I think he's going to be a chess piece out there. Um, so I'm excited to see what he does. And another guy that I'm really high on is Deami Brown. He's uh, going to Washington. Mm-hmm. And even though Curtis Samuel's there, again, I think Curtis Samuel is going to be like a weapon. Um, I think he's going to play in the slot. And I think Deami is going to, you know, he was really an outside guy, um, you know, in college. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the role he's going to fill. I think he can beat Cam Sims out on the other side is what I'm trying to say. So yeah. um, that's just kind of how way my draft felt. You know, this I think, I don't was this our first draft of both squads we're in? I can't remember. I think uh, this was. Yeah, this, this is our first one, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and just like what you said, like, after this draft, the drafts I did after that, it was completely different. So, you know, Big I felt time. better. Yeah. So I'm, now I'm like, I'm looking at who I drafted. And I was like, oh, I could have did better. But it was good. So, um, so yeah, man, I'm really hype on the squad, though. I really like the depth mm-hmm. uh, from top to bottom. Uh, it's We'll see if we'll win games, man. I think we got pieces for the future. So uh, we'll see. But anyway, one thing I want to say, I felt confident with Zach because I think I had to decide between him and Trey and I went with Zach Wilson because I, if Sam Darnold failed or Daniel Jones failed, or if they both fail, I wanted to just have something in the wing. And I think Zach Wilson is going to be a day one starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I know Trey Lance wasn't going to be, you know, maybe Jimmy G kicks ass this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I needed somebody for now. So that's why I took Zach. Anyway, we'll see, man. But anyway, t- tell us about your squad, bro. Bro, before we before we get into the before we get into my squad, man, I forgot to tell you know the the specs on this team uh, on this league. So this is a this is a twelve man dynasty league. It's a tight end premium, so yeah, uh, the the tight end uh, gets an additional point per reception, so they get two points per. And this is also a super flex, meaning that your last flex spot is a wide receiver, running back, tight end, or quarterback. So you typically see a lot of teams put another quarterback there because you get more points. This team, bro, like we told y'all, man, 
nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes and we all learn. And this team, I'm not really proud of. Um, but, you know, I can see the growth. And when I tell you my next, you know, my next team, it, it's, it's a little bit better. So I got Matt Ryan um, and my quarterback. I went, I went Jonathan Taylor. One thing that I'm telling y'all right now is that I practice what I preach and I got Jonathan Taylor in the first round um, because he's going to be playing three sorry defenses six times a, a, a year. Like, yeah, I'm taking that. I've already gotten trade offers for him. You know what I'm saying? So um, I got him. I got Edwards Alaire, my running back, my, my wide out. I have Julio paired with McLaurin. Ooh. And then I have George Kittle. And then this is where it starts getting really nasty, um, especially with the signing of Carrion Johnson. I had Kenneth Gainwell. I got David Johnson, who may be serviceable, maybe not. Then I got Mostert, who is complete mud at this point with what's going on there. Um, and then I got Garoppolo to pair with um, with with Kittle. And then um, who else do I have? And then, so I, that's, that's my, you know, that's my starting lineup. And then as far as depth, I mean, it's just, it's just not good. I'm not going to lie to you. I got, you know, Kenyon Drake in the event that he's serviceable. I think um, he will be. <laughs> I, I hope so. Um, I got Pollard in case Zeke goes down. I got Tanyan, who may not even be a factor anymore of uh, Rogers leaves. So, you know, I got Paris Campbell. I'm still a believer in Paris Campbell. You know, his first game healthy, he went seven for 71 or something, 14 mm-hmm. points. So, you know, if he can avoid the injury bug, he can be nice. Um, but, you know, the, the, the depth really isn't there. And I can tell where I messed up. You know, I didn't go quarterback, you know, in the first round. And I had the, the third pick. That's where I messed up. You know, and you live and you learn. But the rookie draft, you know I like saying? what you did. The rookie draft, I was really shocked, man, because um, I had the 110 for the rookie draft. Oh, wow. Before I, yeah, before I get to the rookie draft, you know, um, oh, well, we're already here. Tripping. But, yeah, I had the I had the 110 for the rookie draft. So you saw who I got with the 110, right? Yeah, was it, was it Trey? Yeah, I got Trey Lance at the 110, which is ridiculous in a super flex league, you know, for it's him crazy, to, to last that long, especially considering, you know, I have – um Kittle there so that connection if it pans out is going to be really nice but then I also made it a point to really address some weaknesses so um I went and got uh Gainwell who I thought was going to be nice he might still be nice it's just going to take a really long time yeah Um, yeah it's going to take a long time he's definitely going on the taxi squad at some point um and then I have you know I picked up Josh Palmer off the wet off of off of uh, the waivers as soon as the the draft was over, and then I picked up uh, Des Fitzpatrick. So I immediately went and got um, a wide receiver three on his team, and I went and got the um, what am I trying to say, man? I went and got the projected wide receiver two on on his team to really shore up. You know what I'm saying? some holes there to really fix my flex area because it's disgusting. I'm not going to lie. So, you know, you live and you learn, man. And like we always say, which we haven't said yet on this, on this podcast that we do, but it's going to be the first time that we say it. Your draft is just that it's a draft. 
You know what I'm saying? It's a rough draft. It's not the final product. You know what I mean? You're going to have waiver wire pickups. You're going to have trades during the season. So it may look ugly now, but if you are an active GM and you're mm-hmm. working the wire and you're making trades and you're being active and really gauging interest, you can really turn it around. And that's yeah. what I'm going to do, man. So that's what I'm going to do. Cool. Let's hop to the uh, what's the other what's the other dynasty league we're in? Oh, the elite dynasty, man, the elite. Mm-hmm. So um, this one is not tight end premium. This is just a straight up twelve man PPR superflex league, and you want to be able to tell the differences in our team <laughs> almost almost immediately. You know, this is this is the gridiron roundtable league, man. So. Um, let's get into it, man. Let's talk about your squad, man. Yeah, man. I felt I'm looking at it. And I was like, damn, I felt really good about this. Game, I'm not man. gonna lie, you was you was sniping, pulling the trigger, <laughs> dog. Like, like straight. I was, I was feeling good, man. And you know, because I just I really rolled with the punches. I think like my first four picks were running backs, mm-hmm. and that wasn't my strat. I mean, I you know my strategy is the best player. It just that's just how it definitely fell to you. It yeah, definitely it fell to you. So I had to take it. So, you know, Christian McCaffrey was my first pick. I uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, mm-hmm. uh, Cam Akers, David Montgomery. So, again, you running back heavy. I felt really good off of that. Um, my receivers, I'm a little, little sketch on when I drafted them. I got Julio Jones, Henry Ruggs, um, Curtis Samuel, T. Higgins. And, you know, so, again, really sketched out i knew it as i was drafting i said you know what that's going to be my complete focus in this draft is getting some better receivers mm-hmm. um and then i got tight ends i got hunter henry but i ain't really worried about that we'll figure that out as we go so again you know my thought process is i need to get better receivers because julio jones and henry ruggs ain't gonna cut it mm-hmm. i do think julio has a lot left in his tank we'll see if he's getting traded somewhere that can change everything um oh and i have Kirk cousins but um so with the draft um i got jalen waddle mm-hmm. um i couldn't get I think the other, he's gonna be a monster i hope mm-hmm. so i couldn't get the other guy so I, I hope waddle does that um i got rashad bateman in the next round um from baltimore who i think i'm really hyped for mm-hmm. um i got josh palmer from the chargers i'm mad about that <laughs> and then <laughs> So one running back room I'm really keeping an eye on is mm-hmm. the Chargers running back room. Look, mm-hmm. I don't think Austin Eckler is a three down running back. He does he does do, do some first down and second down work, but he's mainly good on third down. Mm-hmm. I think they need a thumper. Um, they drafted Josh Kelly last year, but this is a new regime, and they drafted a running back that they wanted in Larry Roundtree, who um, he – wasn't isn't one of the most hyped <clears throat> running backs coming out but if mm-hmm. you remember on our podcast before we mentioned he is next to uh, to etienne he is the most experienced running back coming out of college him and etienne are have the most work done in college right um so again the reason i'm hype on the chargers they got a new o-line um you know they got the center they drafted a, a dog another dog and so i this o-line is looking good I think there's some potential. So that's why you see me with Josh Kelly and Larry Roundtree, because I think one of them can do it. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and I got this tight end. Yabo- I got Herndon and Yaboa 
from the Jets. Mm-hmm. I feel like a tight end's got to got to come up in in the Jets. So yeah, um, I got them, and I got Taysom Hill. I don't think he'll beat Jameis, mm-hmm. but in the event that he does, I'll be waiting. So I'm loving my squad, man. This this one, I'm really feeling it. I'm hyped for it. So we'll see what happens. There we go. So uh, with uh, with with my squad, man, um, I immediately learned from my mistakes. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I started out the the draft, the 108, getting Mr. Dak Prescott. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but based on this roster, you're probably going to not be able to tell. Um, I went and got Aaron Jones. I worked the trade and, you know, fell back a couple of spots because I really wanted Aaron Jones where he where he was. And, you know, I, I could have got Nick Chubb, but um, I think Jones is going to have some some crazy value. And the low key, I think he might have value even if Aaron Rodgers is not there, because if they're passing the ball and, you know, if you can't if, if your quarterback's not good enough to get the ball downfield. Who's he going to dump it off to a tight end or a running back? So, you know, he, he might, he might still be serviceable. Maybe an RB two, nothing wrong with an RB two. People say that like it's terrible. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's still dependable. Um, <clears throat> I got Mr. Antonio Gibson. Um, and then I got Amari Cooper as my wide Oof. out. I got Terry McLaurin as my wide out. I went and got Noah Fant. And Ooh. then um, I got Pittman and then okay. I picked up Wentz. And then I got oh. Fitzpatrick. So one thing that I will say I made it a point to do was to stack my wide receivers with their quarterback. So I have Cooper and Prescott. I couldn't get Cooper and Lam- I couldn't get Lamb and Prescott. Then I got um, Fitzpatrick and Terry. And then I got Wentz and Pittman, you know. And again, I see you. again this is me, you know, really going with that Colts offense. Um I made it a point to get J.D. McKissick, too. And, you know, they all say that you shouldn't handcuff your running back, handcuff somebody else's running back. But during the season, there were some points where you can play both Gibson and McKissick. You know what I'm saying? And then I also went and got A.J. Dillon. Again, you shouldn't handcuff your own running back, but this is dynasty. And based on Aaron Jones' contract and how things are going, I think they can get from underneath his contract next year. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think people see the money. They think he's, you know, going to be locked in. No, like not all of that is guaranteed. So, you know, watch that situation. Um, and he already, you know, has, has, has had issues missing time too. So if he does miss time, there's no Jamal Williams. I don't have to worry about, you know, searching the waiver wire for a running back. I already handcuffed him. So um, I picked up Troutman. That's another prospective piece that I you know I was really happy about. Now, the rookie draft, this is again where I say, you know, we're not perfect and we make mistakes. And I looking back on it, I think I may have made a mistake. But, you know, I went team need versus the best available, you know, there. Remember, my running backs were pretty much handcuffed at, at the point where I was picking them. So at one point, I only had Aaron Jones and Gibson. <clears throat> one of them has a bye week. I'm going to be hurt. I had a chance to get Kyle Pitts, you know what I'm saying? And I, I, I was really torn between taking the shiny toy or putting my team in a position to really compete and build, you know, out the gate this year. And I chose a safe option. I went Travis ETN. So hopefully that pans out. I'm hoping that it works. 
I didn't like my wide receiver room also. So I made it a point to shore up that position too. So I went and got Rondell Moore out of Arizona. And then I went and got Elijah Moore, your boy from New York. Hey. Hey, this is like, I'm not, I'm not BSing you. This is probably the first time I've ever drafted a, a Jets player. <laughs> like, hey, you know what I'm saying? You're that it, because it's been very risky. Cause yeah. I myself never draft a Jets player. <laughs> so that's that's real. So this <laughs> this is my first time drafting a Jet. So um, and I felt like he fell to me in the third round, you know, at that for 308. So um really happy about that. If he pans out, great, you know. If not, he goes on the ta- goes to the taxi squad. So um and then, you know, I picked up uh Dokes, the running back from Miami. There's there's been some buzz, people saying they're not really that big on him. Okay. He's a dart throw. You know, if he pans out, good. If it's serviceable, okay. I'm not really expecting much. But then I also made it a point to get uh, the McKitty, the tight end from the the Chargers. Um, so I, got, I, I went and picked him up, and then I picked up um, uh, Smith Marset from, from Minnesota. From, from, uh, Minnesota. Now, in the event Thielen, um, you know, retires or whatever the case he – whatever case may happen, Marset's going to be in line to be the number two because we know who's wide receiver room that that is. So, you know, and this team, it may not be built to to compete this year. It may not be built to, you know, make a, a deep run. But if at least, you know, two of my rookies hit and I have my picks in place, you know, intact, in, in, in I should be okay. So... But yeah, I mean, I'm really this, excited. This squad looks like it's going to compete this year, bro. I ain't going to lie to you. I appreciate it. I hope we do, man. I I know you said that you need some wide receiver help, so maybe we can work something out. I'll let you know, dog. Because you got the running backs. <laughs> you got the running backs, and they tell you the truth, any white house on the table, um, with the exception of Terry, any any white out on the table. I'll take a look. I'm going to holler at you, bro. Mm-hmm. No, it looked good, and I, I do want to talk about our project. Okay, let's, let's, I got let's my get project. So what my project is again? This is my first year doing dynasty. Well, I did dynasty one year, but I don't really want to count it because I didn't go through a full off season and all of that. Um, but this team is an orphan team. I just picked up somebody drafted the team and then left the league. Um, so let me tell you who they drafted. <laughs> they said I'm out. <laughs> yeah, they was like, and this was like a mock draft for me. I'm done. So they got Lamar Jackson. Ezekiel Elliott, Leonard Fournette, Devontae Adams, Julio, Robert Woods, Hawkinson, Marlon Mack, Tevin Coleman, Matt Ryan, Terod Taylor, Dalton. Damn, there's a lot of quarterbacks on here I didn't realize. Malcolm Brown, Rashad Penny, Michael P. Ryan, James Robinson. Okay, just a lot of bums. I'm sorry, it's going to – not bums, but just a lot of players that aren't really fantasy relevant. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my thought process when I look at this team is, man, I'm good at quarterback. <laughs> right. Like, I'm so good at quarterback. I feel like my running back core is shaky. I thought my receiving core was definitely on the older side, and I wanted to get some young talent. Um, but I know I needed running back help because Zeke looked like he was slipping last year. We'll see how he comes back. Fournette. Honestly, that backfield with Ronald Jones and we'll see Vaughn coming back. I don't like it. 
Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's real. I don't like it. Tevin Coleman, he's I guess he's slated as a starter for right now for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Man, he's gonna be a gatekeeper in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So what I did was I said, you know what? As always, I didn't. You know, with my other team, I said I wanted to get receivers. This one, I just knew I needed running backs and receivers. Um, so the first receiver that fell to me, I had the choice, bro. I could either have gotten Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. Etienne, or Javante. You Which go? one did I pick? I went out. So what do you think I went? Who were the options again? Javon, uh, Jamar Chase. Um, who was it? Jamar Chase, Etienne. And Javante Williams. I think you went Javante. I went Jamar Chase, bro. I was going to say Jamar Chase. But yeah. I, think, I know we talked about, I know we talked about, you know, Javante and how we both oh, were pretty high on him this year. I loved Javante's, I love his game and I wanted him, but I looked at Jamar Chase and I said, this guy got the chance to be. He a dog. He got a chance to be a super wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. And if he does become that, I think, he, you know, with as long as Devontae has Rodgers <laughs> or a good quarterback, I think I'm going to be good. Mm-hmm. So I got I got Jamar Chase. I got Michael Carter in the next round from the Jets. Mm-hmm. As you see, look at me. I've never drafted from the Jets, but this is when you know I'm high off the Jets when, mm-hmm. you, know, I, you know, I got Zach Wilson <laughs> in one league and Michael Carter in this league. But the thing is, again, I got three Jets running backs on my roster. Mm-hmm. Coleman, Perrine, and Michael Carter. Somebody got to step up behind that new O-line. Somebody got to hit. Somebody got to. Yep. Um, and then I got Josh Palmer. Um, and I think this was just a three-round rookie draft. It was a small one. But, yeah, yeah, man, this squad is going to need a miracle. We'll see what happens. Okay, okay. So, uh, hot. What are you gonna do, man? What, what what are you gonna do to turn that turn that uh that team around to right that ship, man? Man, you know, I tried honestly, I was trying to move Devontae Adams for draft picks. Mm-hmm. Nobody was biting. That's or right. I got some terrible offers. So, you know, like you said, man, I'm gonna work these waivers. Um I know there are some quarterback needy people. Um, I got I I potentially might float Matt Ryan out there. Yeah. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you got a lot of quarterbacks. If it's super flex, you can definitely it float, is. Some, <laughs> float some names out there. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting them out of there because we'll see, man. I got that kid from New Orleans too, Ian Book. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think much of him, right? Like there's Jameis and Taysom, but mm-hmm. hey, I'm just taking a flyer out there, man. We'll see what happens. I really wanted to kill him, mom, but I could not get him in anywhere. Yeah, I couldn't get him anywhere either. By the time by the time he got drafted on draft day, like. Like during the the slow the slow draft we were doing, yeah, it was like right at that turn where like the news broke and people started picking him up and like it was yep. just too little too late. So yeah, they didn't pick him up anywhere, man. So cool, man. So yo, we let the people into our rosters. We you know bragged and we also you know were were, uh, were humble on some of our teams yeah. and you know yeah. the. The mistakes that we made, what we learned, and this whole process, man. So, yo, we just want to keep y'all updated. Oh, yeah, we're going to definitely keep y'all updated, man. So, be sure to check us out wherever you can get your podcast Spotify, Anchor, Castbox, Overcast, Not Outcast. Um, 
be sure to, back <laughs> hey be sure to check us out on instagram at the gridiron roundtable and check us out at grid roundtable on twitter we are getting some ads on um on um instagram and we are getting some followers too on twitter man so let's keep it going let's get some mailbox questions and going man start asking us some questions tips pointers what we learned all that stuff man so we can start getting this thing jumping man hey once hey once again bro it's been real it's been good talking football with you and uh Let's, let's let's do some work, man. Let's let's start let's getting this stuff, uh, getting this stuff rolling, man. Let's go, man. Put <laughs> It must be Tucson. <laughs>